Hello and welcome to Brewskies and Housekeys. My name is Nicole Kostelicki. And I'm Nick Papantanakis. And we are with Remax Alliance here in Old Town, Arvada. So how's it going, Nick? Pretty darn good. It is a beautiful, beautiful summer day. Perfect for cold, cold beer. Yes. How are you doing? I'm good. It's very hot out today. Ugh. It's supposed to be really hot this weekend too, I think. Keep those cold beers handy. Yeah. Are you doing anything fun this weekend? This weekend isn't that exciting. There's work involved. There's house showings, so that's exciting. Um, and a cookout at a friend's house. That's probably about it. How about you? Same mix of work and play. I have a couple open houses today and tomorrow. And then second Saturday is down here tomorrow, so I'll probably be at that. That's a big thing. Yeah. I think good plug for that. Second Saturday in Old Town Arvada. It's, it's a really great time. Tons of vendors. Tons of people out. Live music. Love it. It's a lot of fun. It starts later too, right? It starts five thirty. It's from five to five. ten. So if you want to come on down to Old Town, they have, like you said, live music vendors. Walk around to all the different shops and check it out. Come we down, have a booth too. Come down so. and say hi to Nicole at the Remax Alliance booth. <laughs> do it. Do it. Plug. <laughs> do it. Nice. Yeah, maybe golf. Who knows? Oh, I think so. Well, it might be too hot, but you know. No, a little early. It'll be fine. There you go. Smart. Yeah. Very nice. There's big news around us, though. There's big news in Colorado. Yes, our Avalanche are going to the Stanley Cup. Woohoo! Oh, yeah. And no one (laughs) does that matter to more. I mean, it matters to a lot of Coloradoans, but no one does it matter to more than our podcast extraordinaire producer, Nico. Let's go, Avalanche! See? 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 They swept them. Well, in the last game, they had to push it a little bit into overtime, of course. Now I, I'll be the first to admit I don't I don't pay as much attention to hockey as these other two do. So I had to have Nico and Nicole educate me a little bit on what was what had just happened and what's next. So Nico said that Tampa Bay won last night. Yep. Yep. Three to one in that game. So they're at the series is up three two. Tampa. Tampa Bay. Yeah. So we'll see we'll see what happens. And I'm thinking game tomorrow. Tampa Bay is the team we don't, we would prefer not to play them. Is that what we're saying? Or do we have a preference? I, I don't think it matters. The Avs are so good. <laughs> they are so good. They are so good. Honestly, they're, it's they've true. been killing it. So it's hopefully. true. So big news. Stay tuned. What you drinking? Well, that's a good question. This week is uh, another very close by local uh, craft brewery called Someplace Else Brewing. Uh, one of my personal favorites around the Arvada area. Uh, this week, I am drinking their Dixie's Drool Blood Orange Wheat. Uh, it's a little special release from them. Very refreshing. It's kind of got the it's got the fruity um, aromatic piece to it from the blood orange, but it's just very light and crisp. And for a wheat beer, it's not overly... Um, wheat beers can have that kind of mouthfeel sometimes. Yeah, it's not overly heavy. Yeah. And so I this, tried it. So. This doesn't have that. So yes, I mean, I have to... Have we somebody have to else try taste each other. It. Quality assurance. <laughs> exactly. So that's mine. How about you? And you I that? am drinking the raspberry cream ale, which is really delicious. Yeah. Like super good. Very, it has the raspberry notes, um, but it's not a super heavy on the cream side, which I like. So it kind of tastes more like a, just like a raspberry ale or raspberry Kolsch. It's delicious. 
Those these are patio beers, I would say. Definitely that one. Definitely for whatever was it like eighty five degrees out there? Or or higher, <laughs> yes. Yeah. But that one is highly delicious. I wish that we had the camera yes. rolling and the microphone on when Nicole took her first sip of that beer because <laughs> the reaction was just, oh, I'm really liking this. I'm into it. Oh, <laughs> yes. It was good. It is it's worthwhile. So Definitely go check them out. So they're over um, kind of – they're close to us. It's off of, what, I-70 and I-76 and Wadsworth-ish? Yeah, kind of back. Their cross street is Marshall and 52nd. Okay. So it's tucked behind, if you're in Arvada, it's tucked behind this pretty big liquor store. It's in a little like industrial uh, park and it's really easy to miss. But if you Google them, you'll find them. We'll provide the address. Don't worry at the end too. But they're they're awesome because it's just a local owned mom and pop place. Uh, they, they are big on just being the, they've said it before, being the local watering hole. They don't distribute. They can their stuff, but um, if you can't see this if you're listening on the podcast side. If you're on YouTube, you can see they handwrite the names of their beers on the can. So when they can it, they use a marker, a Sharpie, to okay. just write the name and the alcohol, the ABV, on the can so they can just keep a blank can. So anyway, smaller operation. So they can them, you can just get them just by the can in yep. there? You don't have to get like a crowler or anything? Nope. You can, and they let you bring whatever growler, like actual growler you, you have from home if you want. Or you can just drink a pint or a half pint there. Yeah. And, and you can play pinball and oh, ski ball. They have like a whole little arcade room, so fun for kiddos too. Big time. Yeah. Big time. And they always have like, they have a tournament once a week for pinball and for ski ball. So like it's it's a very uh, community driven kind of place. You definitely get that sense that you're walking into your local cheers or whatever it may be. So it's a pretty cool place. <laughs> and a new beer release every Friday. Which, which blows my mind. A lot. That's a, that's awesome that's so much beer to brew every week but they do it and they it's always something new and creative and they have very creative clever names they've got their spock's brain ipa they've got some star trek and star wars love in there so anyway definitely worth a check out yeah i might be there later i don't know it's it's release friday we have to do it awesome well should we climb in yeah so we just wrapped up the month of may so we figured we'd give you a may stats market update um, so climbing in with some kind of nitty gritty numbers, then we'll kind of talk, we'll do some analysis afterwards, but looking at the numbers at the end of May. So, um, overall residential, the median home price came in at 615,000. That is for the first time this year, a decrease from April to May. Each right. month we were seeing them increase. Yeah. Yeah. What were we seeing earlier? I guess in the year. There's a 6.5% yeah. increase in February. And it seemed like it was tapering, right? We saw a little bit less of an increase in March. I think it was 4.8%. And then April, there was a 3.8% increase. So we were expecting, okay, maybe there'll be a 1% or 2% increase. No, it actually decreased for the first time. So that's huge. Um, how that rounds out is detached or single family homes. Average or median price was 670000 That's a 1.5% decrease from April. And then median price for attached, so townhome, condo, that kind of thing, um, was 430000 a 2.27 decrease. That's a lot down from April. So pretty pretty big deal there. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. So, yeah, and then I guess getting into a little bit more numbers, um, this one is a good one to look at is the average days in the MLS. So the average days that the house is active um, before it goes under contract and it was nine days in May. Um, so the month before in, or yeah, in May. And so in April, then it was um, 
it was eight days. So it was 12.5% increase, which is good. So, you know, more days on market, more opportunity. And we're going to talk about what that means for yeah. buyers and sellers here in a minute, but that's that's nothing to snub your nose at. I mean, that's right. that's a big deal. Yeah. So they're not firing off and leaving in twenty four hours. Like there. That, yeah. yeah. So that's that's very exactly. that's impressive to see. Yep. And um, active listings at month's end uh, went up from three thousand two hundred and four at the end of April, and for the end of May it was three thousand six hundred. And 52. So, we'll take it. 48. Love that. Home increase, um, which is 13.98% increase month over month and 70% increase year over year. I mean, it's only 400 homes, but that's huge. Huge. If we look at the last four months, it's, yeah. it's gone up. Well, and that 76% increase year over year. So, compared 2022 versus 2021. That's huge. That's um, what it was. Lot. It was batty, right? We all know it was batty in 2021 that it was so competitive and things were flying the, the way they were with prices and with demand. So that number is like a little kiss from heaven there, seeing that like <laughs> that it's actually, there's more out there to see. Yeah. And it's making it easier for, for some folks. So exactly. Um, and then a couple more numbers. So 6,800 new listings last month. Or in April, or no, that's right, in last month, and then 6,882 new listings in April. So even though there are more new listings in April, we ended with more homes at the end of May. So Which, more I mean, we, are staying on the market is basically what it means. More inventory, not quite as many being swept up. Which is big because it means that you can, if you're a buyer, you can get out there and take some time to look at them. You're not in a mad dash. Yeah, yep. So um, I guess one last number. So interest rates are at about 5.5%. They're just creeping up above that. So yeah, Nick, why don't you jump into what that means for a buyer? So it is, it is a real aspect of it for buyers, and it has been. It's been what's discussed probably more than anything else within the realm of the last 18 months. You know, inventory is crazy low. Interest rates are climbing over the last, you know, four or five months. So it, it is real. I mean, I don't know that the next time we're going to see... 2.75% per interest rates for, right. for a mortgage. But, you know, I think one of the big things I think of if I'm thinking of a, a buyer that I'm working with is that, you know, the, the, the patience piece is going to pay off. You know, that there is more inventory on the market. They do have that opportunity to see more homes with maybe a little less competition. Uh, doesn't mean there won't be any, but less because those, those climbing interest rates have scared some people off or it's, or it's actually priced some people out of being able to buy in that same, you know, price range. That's a good point. So maybe, you know, always double check and see what you can afford. If you were looking back in January, it may not be the same as right now. 100%. And that's that's why having that connection, and I know we talk about this a lot, but we've talked about having a really good rapport with whatever lender you're working with on your purchase of your home, both as the buyer and as the agent, knowing exactly where that person, that buyer stands financially. It's important for everybody in that transaction because you got to know what you can afford as a purchase right. price. But also one of the things I wrote down that I want to talk about is uh, I like lenders and I've worked with some lately that really focus on what is the monthly payment you can afford. Smart. And that's that includes your interest rate. It includes your insurance and your taxes and, and your principal. So, so if you're including all those things, the interest rate's going to affect that. So what can you afford overall? 
that will help us dictate what that purchase price is. It's kind of more working backwards. Instead of just looking at that last little price, look at what it's going to be month to month, what you can handle. I think that's, that's, that's awesome. That's a big deal. Um, that was one of the ones I wrote down. And then probably, I don't know, one of the one of the more important things, and this kind of plays into the sales side too, but from the buy, buy side perspective, it's okay to be a little more aggressive with how those contracts are written. And I'll explain that. So six months ago. As a buyer. As a buyer. Yeah. Uh, six months ago, writing a contract, you, in your mind, as an agent or, or buyer, knew you were going to be competing against at least five to 10 other people for that same home, no matter what. It just seemed like clockwork. And it was frustrating. It was very exhausting for everybody involved. And so you got used to saying, well, I'll just, that's fine. If I have to go 70,000 over, if I have to go 100,000 over, that's bonkers. But it was right. happening very right. regularly. And people just got used to it. They used They're to like, okay, how much over are we going to have to do today? <laughs> so yeah. I think now when I say aggressive, I mean, it's okay to really take that extra minute to do that analysis, buyer and agent together, really pay attention to what's going on in that area and that neighborhood and whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And price that offer correctly. You may be competing against. And talk to the listing agent. Give that listing agent a call. Obviously. I think that's kind of an underlying theme for all of our yeah. all of our episodes. So if you take nothing else away from this, work with that other <laughs> yeah. agent. Yes, very good. Pick up the phone because what that can mean is if that home is. I keep telling the story about this this uh, condo I helped this person buy. It was priced at two sixty. We put an offer in at 260 and we got it accepted at 260. We were able to close. Yeah. So it we were in no competition with anybody else. And that was after it had gone through a weekend. So it 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 really is important to know what's going on in that area and then be able to work within that with that other agent to know. And with how you that can house it. too, because that's a good point. If you did it on, you know, after the weekend, so that means it lasted through the weekend, they probably didn't get any offers. So Tuesdays are good days to write contracts, right? We, we just talked about that. Absolutely. <laughs> I love that. Tuesday's yeah. the best day to write an offer. Yeah. So those are kind of the buy side perspectives. It's okay to offer at, or maybe in some cases, a little bit below list price mm-hmm. if that competition isn't there. Mm-hmm. If that home's value isn't 50000 over, then don't offer 50000 over. You don't automatically have to do that. And I think, like you said, I think a lot of people got conditioned to that for a while. So right. it's important to adjust with what's going on. Yeah. And, you know, just a side note too, like if, I'm sure you've worked with a lot of VA and FHA buyers, and I do as well. Um, and, you know, we were kind of looking at those houses back in spring, the ones that would stay on through the weekend or the ones that, you know, have the price decrease and basically sticking with those ones. So now, I mean, there's more opportunity there for them, for VA and FHA buyers, because there's more of the homes that are staying on the market for a little bit longer, more price decreases. And they're not having to go toe to toe with someone who's offering cash or fifty percent down or gaps. yeah things exactly. that they can't bring to the table. Right. So that's a really good point. I'm glad you brought that up because that's a huge deal too. Yeah. Opening it up for more people to be able to do this. So that's kind of the buy side. Um, how about from the seller's perspective? What are you yeah. what are you analyzing? So on the seller side, it's just super important to um, do your homework before you list a property. Really know that area. Make sure you, your agent is looking at other homes that might be for sale in the area, how long they've been on the market, if there is any other homes active, um, if there's a lot of them, or if there's been price decreases. Really take a look at that before you price your home. Um, so that way you can kind of better throw it into the mix. And I, like I was saying, so 
um, you want to make sure that your opening weekend is is killer. Right? And dialed as much, in. Yeah, as much traffic as you can get. So pricing mm-hmm. that right has a lot to do with it. And then also picking an agent that will help as far as advertising on social media, maybe to other agents doing open houses. Um, get as much traffic as you can possibly get that opening weekend. Well, and I mean, it, that's that you use the information you're given right. and the fact that there are more price decreases, there are more uh, staying on market for longer. You use that information as the agent. Yeah. So that's that's a very smart piece of advice, yeah. I think. Yeah, show that to the seller and see what they think as far as what they want to list their house at. 100%. I love mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and the other thing with that, that goes along with that, with that is um, managing seller's expectations. Huge. Yeah, just making sure that they're aware you know, if you don't get an offer that opening weekend, that's 20% over or you, you know, and the inspection's waived or, sorry, inspection objection is waived, I should say. <laughs> we don't want to waive inspections ever. We learned that last yes, week. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Um, so high appraisal, gap coverage, that kind of thing. It, it might happen, but it just might not as well. Yeah, I mean, I've, I have a quick story about that. I was in the office last week. And a couple was walking by with their dog. Uh, one of our other agents, Brandy, shout out to Brandy. She went out and was talking with them a little bit. And they, I overheard the conversation. They were saying, yeah, we're thinking about selling. We saw our neighbors sold for whatever dollar amount it was mm-hmm. up the street. And we know the finishes we've done in our house. So we know we can get at least 50000 more than them. That is that expectation that's been set, set now that, that you can get this much over asking or this much over so-and-so else, you know, other person's house. And so it is, it's so crucial to manage those expectations. Right, because in reality, you just don't know what you're going to end up getting. And with the market shifting like it is, you might not have as much traffic. You may not be able to get what you, you know, what people were getting for their homes back in April, May. Staying open-minded. April. Yeah. But we've seen that shift, right, with the median home price. It's it's decreased. So yeah. it, it could happen, and it could happen to you. Don't take it personally. Uh, but it's also, you know, there are still those pockets that are on fire and are getting multiple offers. So oh, it yeah. just kind of depends, I think. Yeah, for sure. What else we got? Well, um, I guess, I mean, there's a seasonal market shift as well. Typically, it does kind of shift right after Memorial Day, which just happened. So Yeah, we're seeing a little we're bit of that now. That. So hopefully, you know, as, it, as July hits and we get through the 4th of July, it starts to see a little bit of an increase again. And hopefully we see that seasonality. So we'll see. Yeah. So that about wraps us up on our market update for all of our May stats. So, yeah. so just shout out to Someplace Else Brewery. Um, you can find them. Nico will put their address on the podcast. Yes, indeed. But, yep, right here in Old Town Arvada, close to. And speaking of uh, the podcast, make sure if you like what you're hearing, subscribe, like, Jump in there on Spotify too. Don't forget, we're actually on a podcast platform now. So please uh, climb in there and subscribe as well. We love to see those numbers and hear your comments too. So definitely give us those comments on YouTube. Um, and uh, we'll definitely make sure that our Instagram handles run here too. So please use those and reach out to us if you guys ever have any questions. Thanks so much for listening and watching. Yep. Thanks, Cheers. Nicole.